0: Of course, WTOP.com. A request for emergency funds to feed and shelter migrants bust into D.C. I'm Dick Iuliano. Some of the preparations
1: you don't realize teachers have to make with kids coming back to school. In Bladensburg, I'm John
0: Doman. A judge responds to a request from our former president. Good morning. Welcome in. 1 o'clock on WTOP.
1: This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Federal officials say they asked former President Trump to return classified documents for months before the FBI searched his home in Florida. More on that from CBS's Natalie Brand.
0: The National Archives says scores of classified documents were recovered from Mar-a-Lago in January, seven months before the FBI's search of the property. The acting head of the archives has released a letter sent to former President Trump's legal team in May. It details the agency's concerns about censoring records in Trump's possession that were turned over earlier this year, specifically over 100 documents with classification markings comprising more than 700 pages, including some up to top secret.
1: CBS News projects Charlie Crist will win the Democratic nomination for governor of Florida. Crist was the Republican governor for one term. He'll face incumbent Ron DeSantis in November. CBS News correspondent Ed O'Keefe says Crist is already attacking DeSantis for positioning himself as a potential 2024 Republican presidential
0: candidate. A one-to-two-point race is normal in Florida. That's what both parties are now anticipating. And wouldn't it be something if Charlie Crist could kill the giant before he gets to run for president in 2024? There are Democrats out there tonight. And I believing, maybe they're sniffing the salts, who knows, that they can somehow pull this off, even though the numbers have been trending Republican.
1: President Biden is set to unveil his plan for student debt relief, which reportedly includes forgiving up to $10,000 in loans held by those who make less than $125,000 a year. CBS News White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. The move fulfills a pledge the president has made to millions of borrowers, but it comes with clear political risks. Budget hawks say forgiveness will cost the Treasury more than $200 billion, and critics on the right say it's simply unfair to those who never went to college and to former borrowers who've already paid off their loans in full. Storms have been causing headaches for flyers for days.
0: Since Sunday, more than 19,000 flights delayed, nearly 3,000 more canceled. Severe weather coupled with airline and air traffic control staffing issues made Paul Thompson's flight from L.A. to New York a three-day trek.
1: It's incredibly frustrating. I mean, you can't rely upon anything. Cancellations in Denver had airlines rolling out cots for stranded flyers. CBS's Chris Van Cleve. The U.S. is shifting its military aid to Ukraine to long-term mode as the war drags on. A new $3 billion aid package expected to be announced Wednesday to train and equip Ukrainian troops for years to come. It will include drones, weapons and other equipment that may not arrive in Ukraine for another year or two. This is CBS News. Hire with minimal effort and max speed with Indeed. Their hiring solution platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates efficiently. Visit Indeed.com credit. The International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 77, is recruiting its next class of apprentices, June 23rd and 24th. As part of Local 77, you will operate and maintain heavy equipment, like cranes and bulldozers, all across the DMV. If you have a high school diploma or GED, driver's license and clean record are at least 18 and want to learn, IUOE 77 wants you. Get started at iuoelocal 77org and click JATC Apprenticeship
0: Enrollment. WTOP at 103. Wednesday morning midweek, it is August 24th, 2022. Clear, calm, very pleasant this overnight, early morning. 60s and 70s for the low before we're done. We've dropped a degree, 69 right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lang. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the local stories we we're looking at for you as we do ride into this Wednesday together. We begin with a stabbing at the Metro Center Station, leaving a man in critical condition and a woman hurt. Two people were stabbed on the Red Line platform on Tuesday afternoon, including a man and a woman, leading to delays at the Metro Center Station. Investigators got the call just before 3.30. A Metro spokesperson says the attack happened after a verbal confrontation between the victims and the suspect. Telling our partners at NBC4 that the man was stabbed in the stomach. Metro Transit police are still searching for that suspect. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. WTOP at 104 on your Wednesday morning, the day after the Pentagon rejected another request by the D.C. National Guard to help with migrants. Congress is being asked for 50 million bucks now to help the people being bused into D.C. from Texas and Arizona. D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton has introduced a bill that would provide 50 million in funding for FEMA's emergency food and shelter program. Norton charges that the Texas and Arizona governors are exploiting and harming the migrants for political gain. Texas Governor Abbott says the busing is a response to the Biden administration's border policies that are overwhelming Texas communities. A spokesman for the D.C. public school system says it's committed to welcoming students and will be providing direct enrollment and other support. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. New this morning, an independent D.C. council candidate is accusing at-large council member Alyssa Silverman of misusing campaign funds and he's formally asked the Board of Elections to investigate. Karim Marshall, an independent, council-at-large candidate, accuses Silverman this morning of breaking campaign finance rules by paying for a poll that he says influenced the Ward 3 Democratic primary. In an emailed response to WTOP, Silverman says, quote, I am an at-large council member running for re-election that commissioned polls to help me understand D.C. voter preferences. He further says that's standard procedure for politicians. Stay tuned. Teachers locally in Prince George's County are getting ready to welcome kids back to the classroom next week. But some of the new students have never been to an American school, and there's a lot...
1: To get used to. When they say students here at Templeton Elementary in Bladensburg come from all over they mean all over. We have students from over 30 different countries that speak over 20 different languages. In interim principal Amy Robinson says while kids might be eager to learn they also come with reservations. It can be very scary to come from a place and have to learn everything brand new. Stephanie Abraham Middleton works with students brand new to American education. A simple fire drill can trigger traumatic flashbacks and sometimes sib- will leave the classroom to check on younger siblings it's endearing to see how protective they are but you know when you think about the reason why you know it's definitely can be a little heartbreaking
0: John Dome in WTOP news at home, a former Loudoun County Public Schools teacher who is suing the school board has apparently dropped a legal request for the school system to stop investigating her the former special education teacher at Rosa Lee Carter Elementary School in Ashburn is suing because she says she was repeatedly groped by a 5th grade student who is developmentally disabled. And she further says, school administrators ignored or refused to act on her complaints, allowing the touching to continue. The Loudon Times Mirror reports this week after the lawsuit was filed, the former teacher's attorney filed a motion in late June for a temporary injunction calling on the school system to stop investigating her. But that injunction request has since been dropped. The woman's attorney has not said why. It's 107. Here's a highlight from Andrew Osborne, the staff tech marketing architect for public sector at VMware on the Zero Trust Cyber Exchange presented by Carasoft.
1: You're going to have to identify the data. That ultimately is the protection that everyone in the industry